Welcome, Welcome to, to hell. hell. Welcome everyone to Teens Talk Horror, the podcast in which stupid teens talk about your favorite horror films. I'm Matt. Oh! And that's Mac. And, and yeah. we're finally back. We took a two-month break for uh, reasons. Summer break. I was busy. I was working. We're not going to talk much about that. But, but yeah. So we're back now so there's that we were yeah so today we're talking about the ninth chapter of the friday series uh i honestly can't believe we already made it this far but uh we only have a little bit more to go so today we're talking about jason goes to hell the final chapter uh max anything you want to say before we start um, this movie is weird, and it's probably the best it, way to describe it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, and, and not hold on. It's not weird in a good way, like uh, part five. It's just, it's just like it's uncomfortably weird. Mm-hmm. Well, we're gonna get into all of the reasons why. In just a moment. We're going to get into it right now. Uh, so, let's start talking about the plot. Uh, would you like to give us the no. recap, Max? No? Okay, great. I will. <laughs> so, uh, part nine starts with Jason being blown the hell up. Uh, which is kind of weird. If you know nothing about this film. And you just see Jason get just die right away. In the film, it's uh, executed. There's actually just a public execution at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, you don't really know where the, what the movie's going for, which which I think is a good thing because it's kind of a mystery in the beginning. Uh, before before Jason actually comes back in his a uh, non very human form, but but yeah, Jason dies and then presumably. We get this little uh, slug Jason kind of thing that just kind of runs around, possesses people, and while we don't have Jason in his quote-unquote Jason form for most of the film, uh, we have him possessing other people, and we basically just see other people killing teenagers and uh, just people in general. So kind of a weird direction to go. For a with a Friday the Thirteenth film, uh, one of the biggest negatives I'm gonna give it right away uh, that has to do with the plot is that it doesn't feel this movie doesn't feel like it belongs in the Friday Friday the Thirteenth saga. And Definitely, uh, I've had I got that feeling too. Kinda it again. This just came out of nowhere. Uh, I'm not saying that part A was a def- defin- definitive ending, but uh, but it just came back with part nine, and uh, it just doesn't feel like a Friday film uh, when you don't see Jason like at all. You only, he- I think Jason has like only ten minutes of screen time total, which is which is again kind of weird for a Friday film. Uh, but it's not all negatives. I'll also explain why I kind of like the direction it goes. But uh, is there anything you want to say first, Max? So the movie does this weird thing where it grabs a bunch of plot details, right? That has never been explored previously in any other Jason movie at all. Mm-hmm. And they add a bunch of new crap in it that kind of ruins Jason. Yeah, suddenly uh, Jason has a half-sister. Uh, yeah. Suddenly he can possess people. Uh, he's no longer suddenly natural. Suddenly he's a pff, fucking snake demon that can possess people. Yeah. Uh, again, a lot of plot holes and things that have never been explored before. Uh, and for some reason, uh, he actually gets 
for some reason, only his sister that we've never heard about before can kill him. Only her with a special dagger that's never been mentioned before. And when she does kill him with the special dagger, he gets dragged to hell by some stone hands. Uh... Just like I don't know, whoever whoever wrote that movie must have been on crack, but not the the crack wasn't as good as the one in part five. Uh, yes. I don't know, just so many weird story decisions, so many unexplored themes. I don't know if themes is the word, but like so many things that we've just never encountered before. I mean, it's the ninth movie for goddamn sake. It's a little bit late to be adding all of this stuff. That's what I was thinking too. Like, I don't know what was going through the uh, the heads of the people that were writing this movie, but I think the I think the idea of yes, this is the ninth part in the installment. Uh, let's add a bunch of these things, even though it's way too fucking late. Uh. I think that completely went over their heads under writing this. Yeah. Um, th- that's what I mean by this movie is uncomfortably weird because it adds so much BS that it's not even enjoyable. I'm just scratching my head wondering what they're trying to explore. And those individuals th- individual things that uh, they introduce, they're not even fleshed out that well either. Yeah, it's it's pretty disappoint. This movie is just a really big disappointment. It's I frankly think it's way too mediocre for its own good. Another thing that I noticed is that, uh, obviously the plot of this film is so messy, and even though they have it, it does feel like the 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 writers have a story in mind they know where they want to go with this one which is a positive because there is a story it's I'm not gonna say it's the first film but it's kind of the only one of the only friday films that actually have a story and have actually have somewhat developed characters which we'll get into which is a positive uh but they're not but well that's the thing what i was gonna say that's also true but what i was also gonna say is that it does know the movie does know where it wants to go, but sometimes to get from point A to point B, they make some really stupid writing decisions. For example, when so when Jason dies after the credit sequences, they obviously want to the 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 movie the their idea is they wanna they want to have Jason or his soul possess someone right away, right? Uh, and then start basically start the body count, start the carnage by possessing one of the characters, and it possesses uh, uh, Phil, the not the doctor, but like the the coroner. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and how it does that? It, it they he gets possessed by Jason by eating Jason's heart. No, no, that's the doctor that we first see. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. As the doctor, he kills the coroner. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, oh yeah, right. So what I'm saying is that Phil basically eats Jason's heart for no reason. Uh, is that his name? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking at the the cast right now. Uh, but yeah, he eats Jason's heart, gets possessed. Which like, why? There's there's absolutely no reason for uh for Mr. Phil to eat Jason's heart. So oh, it yeah, just shows you I was thinking about the mortician, not the corner. Oh. Well I don't know. It doesn't matter. What what I'm saying, even if it was just a random person, why would someone eat a human heart? See, these people are so fucking forgettable. Yeah. But again, you're avoiding my point. Why would someone eat Jason's heart? See, like, the, the the writing just pushes these bad writing decisions so far because they want to get from point A to point B. They could have thought of so many different ways for the guy to get possessed rather than eat Jason's heart, which makes no sense. He's not shown to be a cannibal, so... so I mean, he why? does... There is a sign of him getting sort of um, pulled into the heart. But there, like, but but again, it's like never explained. 
it, it doesn't sh it just shows him looking at the heart the heart is beating and he starts sweating what the hell does that mean why why does he eat the heart i just just like stuff like that just like uh when the movie pushes those just dumb writing to get from point a to point ideas. b makes uh, think no sense to me they're trying to i they're trying to make ideas but they're not fleshing it out it's like it's so it's like thinking of the first thing just like oh what would be cool you think of the first thing and you only go with the first thing without actually thinking about that initial thing and actually think about you know the reasons behind it and why it, that would be so cool i the the writing quite frankly it's just it's so it's so satisfactory it's it's like it's like getting a 60% on a essay it's mm -hmm. not it's not too good but it's not too bad it's just it's in the middle there's some somewhat good ideas it's at the end it's the way i would sum it up well. sorry the way i would sum it up is that there is a clear story but the writing is just not great at all from 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 not fleshing out points from not from just bringing random shit up to the screen without ever ever mentioning that beforehand in the previous movies when we're again in the ninth film in the series from stuff like that to what I just talked about, the bad writing decisions, I would, this is pro, I'm not gonna lie, this is probably one of the worst written Friday films, and, and, if it, even though I like that this movie is a little bit more fleshed out and has more of a story, maybe the, what the, what the older movies story, did, yes. the way, the way the old movies, older movies were so simple, there was less room for the writers to fuck up. Whereas in here, when they finally think of a good story, or like, I mean, a decent story, it's more easier to mess up the writing, which I think is what happened here. Like, you know what I mean? The older movies were just way simpler, didn't really have a story, just a bunch of teenagers walking to a camp and get butchered. There isn't, there isn't much behind that. Yeah, but I here there's an actual story, story and they uh, just didn't yeah and they just feels like they didn't handle it too well writing wise um i want to say that the intro is actually really cool yeah and i like it a lot i just it, uh it, it gives you this picture and as it's playing you're assuming different things right mm -hmm. and then it completely negates all of that and i find that really cool um i also like how it kind of keeps you on edge like the the whole intro. exactly though the intro actually built suspense really nicely how a horror movie should mm -hmm. um but what a lot of the uh more later jason movies do really badly is show off jason really early in the uh in the movie ruining that suspension of like oh there's the there's the main man there's the dude. i mean it's not necessarily a bad thing i i disagree but I if you're trying to thing. make your movie a horror movie then yes it is a bad thing I mean, let's be honest here. The Friday film isn't really as much of as a horror series as a, you know, just a simple slasher. So, but yes, suspense the, the, is important, it's but... It's still trying to uh, fulfill that horror quote. Yeah, I mean, it, but at the end of the day, especially when you get to the ninth movie, we're here for Jason. We're not really here for the suspense. We're here for the man himself. So, I... Sure, I guess so don't really agree with that not, it, I, no it's fine that's your opinion but personally i like like in a uh, chapter in part six they bring jason out right away they don't waste a second he comes out of the grave and it, the 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 whole movie is just jason all the way through which is probably one of the biggest reasons it's my favorite film in the series uh, and here they pretty much do the same thing while also being suspenseful a little bit at the beginning so the intro is handled really well then you get to the 
opening see like the opening credits and then it it takes a nosedive because they took a really big story on themselves and didn't really do a good job handling it uh so yeah that's at least how I felt about the plot that's the big the big picture uh however what I do like is that again after being stuck in the same setting for five, for uh, seven films I do like how we talked about it in the last episode I do like how part 8 kind of brought us to a different setting even if that was a pretty hated film because we were promised New York and we got just about it did <laughs> it does it does bring us to a different setting which I appreciated and this one does the same thing which I also appreciate I appreciate for I appreciate when movies try to be different even movies that are in the same series I just don't like co- copy and paste of the same exact film and this one is a little bit different does it handle it perfectly no not even close uh not even that good but it does attempt to to again bring us to a new setting and do something different with the series and i personally appreciate it even if it doesn't handle it too well i i think that if you're going to introduce a new setting do it right like there's a really big thing about trying like if if it actually looks like you put in a lot and a lot of effort to try to best uh visualize the scene then yeah it's passable for me but it's it seems like they're trying to like shortcut everything i don't know it it feels kind of lazy to be honest um and another thing i want to mention we should probably move on but another thing i want to mention is we have kane hodder as jason and we uh, don't and, really have kane we, hodder as jason ex- exactly yeah, I feel like that would be more of a character's thing. I do definitely want to talk about Jason as Jason. But yeah, Tom K- Tom, Tom Hare was just definitely a waste here. Which sucks. Which absolutely sucks. Uh, Kane Hodder. Wait, Kane Hodder. Sorry, I don't know who the fuck Tom Hater is. Tom Hater? <laughs> I don't know what the hell I said. What I meant was Kane Hodder was definitely a huge waste. Because he just wasn't used enough. Uh, but it's fine. We still have another movie with him. Uh, a really shitty movie. But nevertheless. Uh, Alright. Ready to move on? Yep. Alright. Characters. Uh, would you like to begin? The only person I like is Duke. That's it. All yeah. the other characters suck. We have Jessica, the damsel in distress. We have who, who the fuck? Uh, Steve Urkel. Who the fuck was the guy in the glasses? Uh, Steve. Wait, Steven. was he? Steven. No, Steven. Oh, right. So it is Steve Urkel. Okay. Uh, Steven, his, his character is like, it, it's mediocre. <laughs> I feel like he kind of had a character arc throughout the movie. I mean, he starts out as this complete nerd and then kind of grows to be uh, the person that protects his family and uh, has a hand in defeating Jason at the end. I have a really big problem with that. Oh, man. The switch from him uh, being... A more innocent guy at the beginning of the movie to him being almost battle hardened at the end. The where that switch was with him and Duke in the prison cell. Mm-hmm. That all of a sudden he turned into like a, a whatchamacallit. All of a sudden he just turned into a hardened person. Like when you when uh he he was getting his fingers broken 
it mm. almost seemed like his character almost changed in an instant and he was immediately like a some badass right it, it frankly his character arc does not make sense at all huh uh i don't know i'm gonna have to disagree i think i don't think his switch was too sudden if i'm being honest uh i think and it's 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 not even like he turned into this like powerhouse at the begin at at the end. No, he just kinda became a little bit stronger and ha had a hand in defeating Jason. Obviously, he couldn't defeat him by himself. He needed way, Jessica. The way he turned into that. I know, I know, weird. but again, I don't think it was too sudden because it's not like he just went from zero to one hundred really quick. He went from like zero to like. 25 to 50 to 75 I feel like that's how it was he never really became 100 he never really just became the the the, 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 thing the, either what do you mean just it so where I remember him becoming more hardened is in the prison cell right yeah I get and that. normally when you get your fingers broken how the fuck would you react? Like to be like be angry. Honest. I mean, he would get angry. He was kind of acting out of anger uh, for the rest of the film. He wanted to defeat Jace, and it kind of drove him to become someone else. Is the way I but see it. When you first get your fingers broken, you would be in immense pain. Well, he would just immediate. You wouldn't just be immediately. I break more of my fingers. I felt like that was unrealistic. I gotta say, that whole prison cell was unrealistic. I don't know. Uh, the I, scene was unrealistic. It was actually one of my favorite scenes. Uh, I thought it all. The thing that makes like, that scene good is Duke. I also <laughs> think it had some like decent dark comedy with him just being like, "Ah, oh, fuck it. I need more information. Take, take more of my fingers." I feel like it was meant to be slightly comedic in a way, and I. Uh, it kinda worked for I me. I don't see that at all. Ah uh, no, I think kinda. Uh, that's the way I see it, at least. Uh, but yeah, I I do agree about uh Duke being the best character. No, no question. Uh, although his death was pretty um undeserving. Yeah, yeah, pretty unmemorable, but uh. Yeah, I I like that kind of personality, the like the the tough personality. He wasn't, he never really, sh he was never really shown to be afraid of Jason, which, which I find kind of cool. Uh, he was also like really uh, ambiguous too. Mm -hmm. Like he was really, uh, he was a character that we didn't know much about. Like, oh, okay, yeah, we know he's a bounty hunter. And then he, we know initially that he knows the secret on how to defeat Jason, and then that's uh, revealed to us, right? But then, other than that, we don't really know about him. So all we can based off is his personality that is displayed to us throughout the movie. And I think him having slight subtlety and ambiguity is a really nice touch to his character too. I always um, enjoy characters like that with this personality. So yeah, I definitely agree. I also like his. Uh, I also like how he can be very. Um, what's the word? Uh, shit, I'm looking for. He can not sarcastic, but. You're kind of sarcastic in a way. I feel like. Almost, almost like it. Almost uh, satirical. Mm -hmm. I think. How sometimes, um, sometimes he can say things that you would wonder, like what the, f what, what the fuck, or he would, uh, the way he would act sometimes, is like you would, you would wonder, like what no normal person fucking act like that. Uh, it, it's it, it's really cool. Just in general, his character is really cool. And he's also a very mysterious character, like just like you say. We but that's what I mean by ambiguity. Ah, uh, yeah, I need to learn my vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, yeah, 
then I, I, I definitely agree. Uh, all everyone else like Steven, I kind of like it. I kind of liked him. Again, I know you didn't, but uh, other than Duke and Steven, no, no, really, no, no. I uh, didn't like Jessica at all. Uh, yep. she's just the she. She's kind of like the. She, she she's the type of personality you've seen so many times in this series already. The like the I don't believe you about Jason. The Jason is dead and you're wrong for still thinking he's alive. You're crazy kind of person. We've seen this so many times. Uh, the problem with her is she's not realistic in the sense that if you have this dude that literally is going through all of this effort to warn you about something don't you think you might question it and but she no, doesn't she, she's an ape brain that takes a <laughs> takes my boy steve urkel in the balls and and steals his car yeah so kind of lame kind of lame and then she uh, just sees robert her uh her uh, boyfriend, which I feel like was kind of a decent character. He did play the the douchey, the douchey boyfriend, uh, douchey partner part well. I mean, he's very unlikable, but very unlikable. But the part was played really well. Yeah, and uh, even when he was possessed good. by Jason, <laughs> even when he was possessed by Jason, he was kind of intimidating. Uh, oh yeah. Which I think can be said for every person who was possessed by Jason in this film, but... Except for Ron. Yeah. But I think I did like, out of all of them, I did like Robert the most. Uh, uh, but yeah, but she sees him all possessed and shit, all bloody, and she's like, nah, that's fine, he's probably just sick. Uh, leave me yes. alone, uh, person who's uh, trying to save me from this person who's obviously not okay and who also just happens to be the father of my child. Yeah, fuck you. No. And then uh, some of the... Okay, the characters from the diner. Uh, I forgot all their names. So... I think the uh, the, the fat lady was... Uh, yeah, that was <laughs> Joey. Oh, yeah. Her name was Joey. Didn't... She is... A very entertaining character. I would have definitely liked to see more of her. Really? I feel like she was... I I found her entertaining. Because of... I see what they were trying to go with her. And they pushed... They pushed it, like, really hard. And it, it, it makes out to be a really entertaining character. I don't know what stereotype it's trying to push for. Um, I don't know what it's called. But, uh, but I, I know what they're going for, and they executed it well enough to be entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on one second. I'm looking for a specific character. Uh, uh, her uh, what's her husband? No, not her husband. Uh man, I can't believe uh, I forgot her name. Hold on. Uh man. From uh from a new beginning. From part five. The crazy lady. Do you know what I'm talking about? Ethel. Oh, Ethel. Yeah. Remember Ethel? Ethel? I yeah. felt like Joey was just a discount. Oh. A discount Ethel. Ethel was oh, a hell of a character what? in part right. five. Uh I feel like Joey kinda had a not the same personality, a similar personality, but wasn't execu- as executed nearly as well as Ethel. Ethel is one of the most entertaining characters in this entire series. Oh yeah, for sure. And one of the funniest characters. Her lines are just incredible. Joey, not so much. Just like you, I see what they were trying to go for with her, but I wasn't a big fan of her. I wasn't a big fan I still of her find son. Her somewhat I, I wasn't a big was fan of her. Just, some, son. just a side character that was just there. Yeah. So was uh, her midget. <laughs> Shelby. Uh, but yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the diner characters. Again, Joey was probably the best out of them. Uh, 
still wasn't a big fan of her because I feel like she was just like a, a wannabe Ethel. Uh, but yeah, and now I think it's time to talk about the J Man, which unfortunately. Oh, wait, and then, uh, oh, the, yeah, the different policemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was also gonna say I did like the interactions between Steve and uh, what was his name? Uh, Randy, the the the, the officer. The older guy. No, not not the older guy. Uh, oh, his friend. Yeah, his friend, like the the officer yeah. friend. I did kind of enjoy yeah. their interactions. I feel like they had some, uh, funny moments. That was nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's kinda. I kind of enjoyed it. I didn't really care for his character, but. Oh, and then my be... favorite interaction, uh, was with Duke and the older officer. I forgot his name. Wait, remind me. Diner. What was it about? So, when uh, we first get introduced to Duke, it cuts to a diner afterwards, and then it shows uh, Duke trying to convince uh, Jessica's mother. Oh yeah. To yeah. Uh, yeah, and then the older officer guy, the I think he's a sheriff. Um, he comes up, and. The interaction they both have is great. Hey, I found the word. Remember when you were trying to look for the right word when describing Duke's personality? Yeah. Cocky is the word. He was uh, being cocky. That's the word. He was Definitely. being cocky. And yes, that, that was the biggest part of his character. Nicely. Yeah. Which is why which is what makes him good. Yeah. Really good. Uh yeah, other than that. Uh, again, not a big fan of the characters. I feel like part four had better characters. Part five had better characters. Part six definitely had better characters. Uh, the third, the first three movies, not as much. Uh, part two definitely had better characters. So yeah, this for for a movie with such a big story and such a big plot, characters most of them are just forgettable, and the others are just like just meh with a few exceptions so yeah uh but let's talk about the reason we were we even wanted to watch this movie in the first place uh the man himself jason jose Voorhees. yes yes uh kane hotter man so wasted in this film like so unfortunately yeah sadly wasted we all there's only like 10 minutes of him and then it just just becomes a slug kind of like kind of like this uh this franchise became towards the end it's kind of like just kind of like a a a a crawling little piece of shit you know which is it's really sad yeah <laughs> uh yeah. The, Although the scenes where he did appear, mm, he was very really vocal nice in this movie. <laughs> like, oh yeah, extremely oh, yeah. vocal. Uh, thank you for reminding me about that. <laughs> I wanted to say all of the grunts in this movie from him. Again, it's one of those things that has never been done before and is just now being introduced, which mm-hmm. is really weird. Really weird. Yeah, and because in the be- in the beginning in the intro where he's getting shot up, you just hear ar, 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 <laughs> fucking ar, sound ar, like fu- sound like Nicolas Cage and Willie's Wonderland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can actually take all the grunts from Willie's Wonderland, plastered over this movie, and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, Kane Hodder. Uh, delivered a very incredible vocal performance in this movie. <laughs> uh, easily the best out of all of them. This movie has the best vocal performance out of any Friday film. Uh, change my mind. Uh, 10 out of 10. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Dude, they should have won the Oscars for best vocals. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, and man, it's it sucks. That we don't see Jason in this movie. Jason is the face. Is the symbol of the Friday film. Not of the Friday films. 
not Pamela, not Roy Burns, but Jason. Jason is the one we're here for, and there's hardly any Jason here. I will say, all of the, I said that before, and I'll say it again, all of the people who, Jason, I'm, I'm, quote, I'm saying it with, quote, with quotes, Jason possessed, uh, were kind of intimidating. They did have a kind of Jason-ish personality, you know, uh, but obviously they can't compare to the real Jason. Everything from his look, which by the way, I really like the look of Jason in this film when we do see him. It definitely looks really cool. Yeah, it's one of my favorite looks of Jason. I don't like it quite as much as uh, Part 7, but it's definitely up there. If we ever like do a Jason ranking, uh, and we we take we take the the design the look of him as a factor, this one will probably be pretty high up on the list for me. Yeah. Uh. But yeah. Anything else to say about the characters or Jason? Uh. Nope. All right. That Duke is the best. That's it. Gonna have to agree. All right, moving on. Entertainment. Now, this is the segment where I have a lot of things to say, mostly positive. Uh, but I'm gonna let you start this one because I know I know you aren't a big fan of like the entertainment aspect here. So, so the only times this movie was entertaining was Duke. Only some moments. Uh, and the kills. Mm-hmm. Those were the things that were entertaining. 80% of this movie was 75-80% about there is mediocre BS that wasn't fleshed out too much. Mm-hmm. That's my take on it. Yeah. Uh, For me, personally... I found a lot of things in this movie entertaining. Uh, a lot of it is going to go to the practical effects. This one, this movie, probably has the best practical effects out of... Maybe, the, yeah, you know what? I'm g- actually going to make a bold statement and say that this movie has the best practical effects out of all of them. There. They're going to get cancelled. I said it. Uh, not necessarily because of the kills, but when... Because we'll get to the kills. I'm not going to talk about them now. But when Jason de-transforms. Or like when Jason tra- uh, transfers his soul to a different character. The person who was possessed by Jason before kind of melts. And we see it with one of the sheriffs. Uh, man. The police officer. When, when, when he just becomes Wouldn't all be melty. Huh? Wouldn't that be considered a kill? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, not necessarily kill. I, I, what I consider is a kill is when Jason personally just kills someone. But here, Jason just left his body. And so he became all melty. His jaw dropped. You cannot tell me these practical effects don't make that seem terrifying. Oh, yeah. No. I definitely agree that the practical effects help a lot with this movie. And and not even practical effects. I feel like some of the audio, like, uh, was also was also very atmospheric and also kind of gave you a scary vibe. Yeah, like, definitely. uh, when Jason, again, Jason, when the Jason possessed person is about to uh possess someone else, they open their mouth, they take out that awesome, disgusting looking tongue. Um. And then you can hear like the 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 sound you hear like the I don't even know what it was. Do you know what I'm talking? The music that kind of goes like yeah. Tudun, 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 tudun. Yeah. Man, complement that... the practical effects really well. But uh, what well, I'm talking about like the music and how it sounds yeah. like when he was just everything about to surrounding the practical effects were complementing it really well. Yeah, it this movie and also. This movie can really be a little bit scary at times. A lot, like a lot of it is thanks to the practical effects and like the all the audio effects. But um, 
I did find this film intimidating. To some extent. You see, here's the thing. If this was a movie that was its own separate thing, yes, definitely. But still throughout this movie, I was thinking like, yeah, this is a Jason movie. I want to see Jason. I'm going to see him slash some people. I, I, although the practical effects are really awesome, it's still, it's, it's still weird how it's like we barely get to see him. And all we get to see is some rem is the possessed body trying to tongue a person. Still, it was really well very made. Very unlike Jason. It's well made, but the, what the movie, the the title of the movie, you know, kind of, I don't know, doesn't complement it well. Mm-hmm. So you're saying it would be much better as a standalone film? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Because uh, when it comes to a franchise, you already have set expectations, and especially with the ninth movie, those expectations should be concrete, you know, really clear, and just, it it doesn't, it it throws that out of the fucking, I don't know what the fuck they do with it, but they. <laughs> yeah, I I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Uh, entertainment. I found it, it. the 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 big picture is uh, the way I see it. A lot of this movie was also boring in a way. Uh, when be in between like the kill scenes. Some of the character developments, especially because you don't care for a lot of these characters, uh, felt kind of boring. Uh, just like the dialogues and uh, some of the, you know what I mean? Like some of the, the pub, the bar scenes, uh, yeah. wasn't really a big fan of those. You mean the, di- the diner? The diner, yeah. The diner, the, not the diner. Pub. Okay. Uh, the the pacing definitely it's uh it, the pacing of this movie enters the that realm of mediocrity where it's like people are talking a little bit of plot is revealed ooh a cool kill yeah uh, plot a little bit of talking and uh, a lot of talking but a little bit of plot ooh another cool kill and unfortunately more talking the talking like just just like i said at the beginning of this episode uh the writing wasn't handled very well and it really shows it in like just how boring some of the the exposition parts of the movie are uh you know what i mean yeah so yeah but again other than that the practical effects were I don't know. They kind of bring this movie out for me. I cannot... I can't hate this film just because I really do appreciate good practical effects. And I obviously prefer practical effects over CGI. And there isn't a lot of CGI at all in this film, which I... which I appreciate. Also, at the end, when when the hands drag Jason underground... That was really cool. That was awesome sequence. Really and then we can't forget about the very last shot of the movie. You know what I'm talking about. When yeah. you see yeah. Jason's mask and yeah, then Freddy's claw comes yeah. out and pulls it down. And we're going to have to wait 10 years to see where exactly that leads. And I'm going to tell you that now it leads to an awesome fucking movie. Uh,. Which we will get to right after we're done with the next piece of shit. But, but uh, yeah, the whole ending, uh, when they kill Jason, I can't bring myself to hate that part. I really do enjoy it. Uh, but, yeah, other than that, exposition scenes, just talking scenes, boring, not handled well due to the crappy writing. The ending is a little bit perplexing to me because... The scene where they pull out the hands and it almost drags Steve Urkel into it. Mm-hmm. I find it really cool. Definitely is really cool. 
But then after that, it shows them walking into the distance, holding, they're holding each other and they're walking onto the sunlight. Mm. And it's, it's, it's like a happily <laughs> it's ever after. It's kind of a after. weird shot. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It, 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 I thought there was going to be some bittersweet ending where it's like, oh, she is more understanding of Steve, but she still doesn't want to date him or whatever or something like that. They're it's kind of like to... it. It, it kind of felt like it kind of felt like. Oh wow, we just experienced something terrible. Oh well, we have to get out of this movie. So come with me, and we'll just walk out uh, to the sunshine uh, with like no. They 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 their characters Steve. Steven and Jessica, they're not even really tied up at the end and some like they 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 kinda just go when the movie ends and I don't know, they they're don't they, they don't even end fully fleshed out, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't really get invested in characters like like these. Uh this movie is a salsa fest of mediocrity and <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's it's oh my gosh, it's really unfortunate. The practical effects are so cool, and uh, we're just about to we're going to talk about the kills and the, yeah, the kills. It's just really cool. A lot of the effects are cool, uh, except for the effect at the beginning of the movie where the doctor is like opening his uh, chest to the different like things entering his body. That was weird and stupid mm -hmm. um uh, and then you know i'm seeing talking about right i think so like at the, okay, before yeah. before he possesses I, the dog before so when he eats the, the heart a bunch of uh wisps oh like the uh, orbs the orbs body. stuff yeah yeah and yeah. he even makes this weird gargling noise when he's getting uh when he's in the middle of getting possessed, right? I wonder like if uh, Kane Hodder made that noise. I wonder if it was Kane Hodder. Because if, if oh, so, man. it makes it awesome for me. Yeah. Uh, the, Those effects are fucking weird, but everything else is cool. Mm -hmm. But those effects are in a movie that's plot and writing is boring it's fucking oh man if this was a standalone movie sure it, it would be one of those like yeah that's a quirky movie that's it's decent cool but it's a jason movie that's it does, just it just does, really does not fit in the friday series yeah yeah uh okay let's talk about the kills the kills? candy. Mm, you can talk about it first i'm gonna let you have this why can I say the kills in this film are sweet? Uh, <laughs> chef's kiss. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the list of uh, kills. And uh, like more than half of them are memorable. And... Uh, yeah, from, from, the, from the first kill when Jason possesses the doctor and he just... Uh, he pushes the assistant corner's face in and just stabs him in the back. Uh, that's awesome. Then when the, the four teens, oh, sorry, the three teens are in, go back to Camp Crystal Lake, they fuck. And then, uh, the, the doctor guy, he impales, uh, Deborah is her name through the back and rips her in half. Also oh, awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then, oh, yeah. and then uh, let's see what else, what else, what else. Uh, Joey's skill was kind of weird to me when when Jason punches her, and then there's like something in her <laughs> and her mouth faces. Yeah, I I yeah, don't get what that thing in her it. mouth was. That was cartoony. Yeah, that was like what you would see <laughs> in a Roadrunner. I don't really get what that was. Uh, Ward, her son, with how simple his kill is, when Jason just, like, snaps his wrist, man, that looks like it oh, fucking yeah. hurts. Like, the, again. Dude, uh, didn't they 
didn't uh, this movie have problems with like the people that regulate those kind of things? I don't know. Did it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure um, part nine because it was so gory and it had a bunch of those effects. It had a I forgot what department is called, but it had a problem with MPAA? people. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think okay. that's what that is. I mean, the MPAA kind of affected all of the Friday films, but even this one, even after being affected by it and cut down by it, uh, I mean, it's still it was still gory as hell. Yeah, it's a really cool. But if there was more, this def this definitely would have brought in the quality better. This would have made the quality made way better. Yes. No, no. I, I mean, you're right, but I don't see a lot of gore missing this i think okay, the kills here but were for great. what it is now it's really good mm -hmm. yeah uh, especially the melting one the melting one the when the guy melts and is easily the best drops, kill. yeah easily the best um uh, what other kills are really nice uh oh the midget husband when he's thrown on the grill and yeah like, and he, he what's what i find really cool is he stays there uh after the diner scene is over and when a police officer comes back to it we still see him cooking on huh. the grill i don't remember that but that that's really awesome uh even like jason's death in this when he's quite literally dragged to hell that's fuck it's badass that man. was yeah uh, yeah, Creighton Duke's kill was disappointing. He was a hell of a character, but the kill didn't do him much, much justice. Much it didn't justice. Do justice yeah. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed the kills overall in this movie. I think they're definitely some of the best in the series. I do think the special effects are the best in the series, and I know I'm probably gonna get assassinated for saying this <laughs> but but yeah i i definitely stand by this uh maybe there are some better kills in some other films but the practical effects here are just just awesome uh i'm gonna search something up real quick uh are we on to our final uh rating do you have anything else to say about the kills no, not really. Alright. Uh, Alright, let's move on to our favorite scenes. Now, I didn't really think much about that one. Uh, oh. I kind of have to think about it first. So, do you want to go first? Uh, Favorite scene? Uh, The dude melting. Mm -hmm. Just... No need to explain. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the reason I'm not saying that that's my favorite scene is, is because I count that as a kill. I mean, I know we, we, sometimes we say that, uh, we call our favorite kills also our favorite scenes, but, uh, I'm just going to leave it at that. And I do have some favorite non-kill scenes, uh, or I guess people do that in those scenes, but. Nevertheless, I really do like the opening and the ending. I feel like the opening when the when the FBI agent pulls Jason into this trap is very clever, a very clever way to kill him. And even at the end when he's when he dies by being getting dragged to hell, I like Jason's deaths in this movie very much. Uh So yeah. Um. Well, I'm only saying the melting scene because it's it dra it's uh, it doesn't drag on. It's it's long because it's really trying to emphasize this melting. That's and it's so cool. There's something about it that it's just it's like um. It's okay. Think about it. Have you ever? seen somebody melt before this idea of somebody melting it's it's not something you really think about and the way they depicted it is so just 
really cool. Yeah. Definitely. They did really well. Um Again, best practical effects. This movie's just full of them and I I love yeah, the hell yeah. out of it. Doing uh final rating? Yes. What's up? You you're really uh, looking forward to finishing Oh yeah talking about this film. Yeah, because I wanna give it a rating that I think it deserves. Mm-hmm. Which is a big old two out of five. Alright. Uh <laughs> how would you oh, recommend we, this? Wait, 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 wait. Are we I, I completely forgot over the summer break. Are we doing out of five or out of ten? Out of five. Okay, and also you five. need to verbally rate it like would you recommend it would you recommend skipping this it movie, renting it this movie you can uh view it at your own discretion <laughs> that's that's what i'm saying it's not uh, a movie that needs to be watched more than once i personally feel like Definitely. It's a movie that has a lot of missed opportunities. It's a movie that took a very big task on itself and didn't know how to quite handle it. And it really shows. It's just not a great film. Uh, and it belong. It doesn't belong in the Friday series. This belongs much more in as just a standalone film. Uh... But there are a lot of things here that I do find entertaining. The kills, I find I find Duke entertaining. I found I find uh Steven somewhat entertaining. And you know that when it comes to me, I'm all about entertainment in movies. So I'm all for entertainment as long as the movie is entertaining me. That's usually my biggest factor. Uh, with that being said, this movie does have a lot of flaws. Uh, I definitely wouldn't recommend it to anyone, especially not to people who are just in in this for Jason, because again, there's a lot of Jason in this. Uh, but yeah, uh, overall, I will probably give it a three out of five. I'm being really nice here. Actually, no, no, I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a two point five out of five i feel like that's more fair because uh i know this movie is like hated by a lot of people uh for a reason but uh i did find it quite entertaining blame me <laughs> so yeah uh i would def i would i would recommend you maybe watch this once so rent it if you want to uh if I was in the, uh, if I was binging the Friday series, I would probably watch it as part of that, just because it does kind of, uh, it does kind of foreshadow Freddy versus Jason, and I really do like that reference at the end. Uh, yeah, uh, and Freddy versus Jason is an awesome movie. Yeah. As much as sometimes, as much as some people might say it's garbage. Or some people might say that it's not a, just a good movie in general. I will defend that movie because I am very, very biased. And opinions suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck opinions. <laughs> uh, you know, th- this, whole, this whole fucking podcast is about opinions. Um, yeah. Anyways, thank you for listening. Um and please do us a really big favor. Uh please uh share this podcast, please. We're just two dumb idiots trying to gain a little bit of an audience Words. so that we can share our opinions. Uh actually opinions don't matter. Uh uh but we want people to listen so that we can talk to them. And yeah, talk just... to us, comment on our podcast. Like we know yeah. any no one is commenting, but we're kind of desperate. We, we're we're very lonely, <laughs> and we need people to talk to about yeah. uh, horror movies. So do us a favor. I don't have any friends? Contact us. Uh, recommend movies. Uh, you would like us to cover because every time we are, uh, halfway through a franchise or when we finish a franchise, we just 
cover a standalone film just like we did with uh, Willy's Wonderland after part six. So uh, yeah, if you if there's a movie you'd like us to talk about, just just recommend it in the comments on Breaker. Uh, and yeah, man, I can't wait for next week. <laughs> wait, so we are looking at Jason versus Freddy or Freddy versus Jason next time, right? No. First is, is first is Jason X, which is my least favorite oh. horror movie of all time. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, fuck that. But you know, when you do when you do these podcasts, uh, these movie reviews, you have to look at the good, the ugly, and the bad, and also the ugly. The uh, Jason X is both the bad, good, and, bad ugly and ugly and terrible, and everything negative you can say about it. But hey, I'm only human. I might change my mind after another rewatch. I probably won't, though. Uh, but yeah, again, thank you all so much for watching. We are now anyway, back. Yeah, We're going to try to be... Max? Yeah. I'm talking. Thank you. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, We're going to try to... Uh... Hey, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to our podcast, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week. We're gonna try to uh, <laughs> upload weekly now, just like we used to. Uh, hopefully, this break was just like a one-time thing. And uh, please remember that we have school now, and making these episodes is gonna be a little more problematic, but we'll do our best. Right, Max? Yeah! yeah. Uh, I mean, he doesn't really have a choice. I'm kind of keeping him in captivity. I'm forcing him to do this. Uh, but anyway, thank you all so much for watching. Uh, we'll see you next time in space. Uh, fuck me. <laughs>